0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, on the line is Odyssey
1: NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls are brought to you by Driveway.com. Looking for a car? Go to Driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. You can also hear Brian with Jason Locke on Fora on In the Huddle with new episodes out every week. Just search Huddle on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. And Baldy, a good evening to you. Thanks for
2: joining us here once again. Dave, hey, it's my pleasure. Good to be with you guys, man. It's a big week for both these teams, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, an incredible matchup. Do you see either one of these teams being better than the other? And if so, to what extent?
2: I think the Eagles are better. I think the quarterback is better. I think the I think they're better in the trenches than the Cowboys. They haven't played anybody with the speed that the Cowboys present on defense, and that's the challenge for them. A team that just flows as fast as they do, and and really, you know, gets after a quarterback like they do. They haven't played anybody like that, so that's really, to me, is you know, can Eagles handle and can Eagles handle that, and can they handle you know the pass rush that has just you know put Joe Burrow and Carson Wentz and Matt Stafford on their backs, you know, over and over and over again. That's hard to do to Jalen Hurts. I mean, he's just too elusive. But I think the Eagles are a better team. It doesn't mean that the Cowboys can't find a way to win this game.
0: Yeah, Baldy, I mean, obviously the Cowboys defense has played really well, but I think one area that we're concerned about would be the RPO and, and maybe the pressure that that could put on the Cowboys defensively. Would you agree with that, or is there another area that, that maybe you think could, could cause problems for the Cowboys defense?
2: Well, I mean, an RPO is part of their offense, not the whole offense. You know, they've got to play it here or there. I mean, I think Leighton Van Der Esch knows how to play, and I think Anthony Barr knows how to play that. Um, you know, the speed that, that Micah has, I mean, I, I think they can handle that. Uh, they'll get a couple plays here and there off of that. But, you know, they're, they're a very good, you know, power running football team. They're good between the tackles. Um, there's not many teams that present Atlanta Dickerson and Jordan Malato on the left side. Uh, that, you know, the Cowboys have not seen anybody like that yet. And so we'll see how they hold up inside. I mean, the one way to sort of defeat team speed that the Cowboys have is to go right at them. And they're not, you know, they're not big. They're not oversized or anything like that. But they do penetrate, and they're very good on their feet. So, but, I mean, that, that would be a challenge that Dallas has to, to take into effect. But I don't, I don't think Jalen Hurts running, you know, a couple RPOs here and there is going to swing the, the balance of this game.
3: Baldy, where do you see so, some weaknesses, though, on this Eagles team? Where do you feel like either offensively or defensively you could find teams taking advantage of them?
2: Well, they, you know they really haven't played four great quarters of football yet. You know, I mean, they they started off slow against Jacksonville. They were down fourteen nothing in the rain at home, had a pick six, and you know Jacksonville scored. You know, scored so you know that was a little bit of adversity that they had, and then they ran twenty nine straight points off, and then they couldn't put them away. In fact. They have a hard time doing that to teams, even to Minnesota, where they dominated Minnesota, but they didn't really put them away. And so I think that's the challenge for the Eagles, and I think they feel that way. I think Jalen Hurts feels that way, that they really haven't played their best football yet, even though they're 5-0. They haven't and played that many really good teams. Washington's not a good team. Uh, you, know, you, go, you know, Detroit's not a good team. I mean, you go through their schedule, they haven't really been tested. And so the one thing that does look good, though, is I think this, and I I live here in South Philly. I mean, I, I know the area, I know the team. That I think this is the best that their secondary has been in a long, long time. I mean, these guys, Darius Slay and Avante Maddox and James Bradbury, these guys can really cover, and so uh, and their safeties are very active. So I think you know this is this is the best they've been on the back end in a long time.
1: Baldy, when you're you love to watch that offensive line and defensive play the trench play is jason kelsey a weapon for the philadelphia eagles in this game
2: always always i mean he did you know for every one or two plays that he gets pushed around just because of his age and his size you know he's going to make you know he's going to make so many unbelievable plays on the perimeter or you know nothing stops him from getting to the second level and picking off linebackers and taking The right angles. I mean, he still runs like he did when he first came out of Cincinnati. I mean, he's just a remarkable, remarkable athlete. I would use him as I kind of look at him as a weapon just because they can do so many things on the perimeter to teams. And he's a big part of getting out there on screens and, and all the things that all the the perimeter type runs and, and throws that they like to use.
1: How uh, healthy is is Kelsey and the other three uh, offensive linemen who have been on the injury report so far this week, and and how important is health for for them to get the the win here this week?
2: Well, I mean, they went to a stretch in last week's game where Cam Jurgens, their third you know third round pick out of Nebraska, was playing center, and Sue Apeta, who was a free agent at Oregon State, was left guard, and you know Jack Driscoll was at left tackle, you know, and then Dickerson came back and Kelsey came back, and so they're banged up, but you know, I mean, this is – I mean, Jason Kelsey, <laughs> Jason Kelsey might not have many more, you know, many more, you know, Cowboy weeks left. So nothing's going to stop him from being on the field. It looks like my my is good to go. He got hurt on an interception against Jacksonville two weeks ago. But he, look, he looks like he's, he's actually a difficult guy to injure. I mean, he's 382 pounds, kind of hard to hurt him. Uh, he'll, he'll be, I think all those guys will be out there. How long they're out there, uh, how long they go, I don't know. But I think, you know, their starting five is going to be out there for sure. Are the
1: Eagles, do you think, locked in with Hertz as their quarterback? Or could there still be a consideration around draft time, like that we got the surprise when they had wins?
2: Oh, I, I can't imagine anybody. I can't imagine anybody at college being better than Jalen Hurts. I mean, the guy's a complete stud. You know, he's a Texas born and bred. Father's his high school coach. The guy's an incredible leader. I work out with him every once in a while. But, I mean, if you're not there at 5 a.m. with your laces tied up, it's too late like you missed it so the guy's just incredibly dedicated all he wants to do is get better uh, they're not going to find anybody in college better than jalen hurts um i i believe he's a long-term answer and i think he's only going to get better you still throwing around weight pretty good yeah you know i'm not trying to set any records but um <laughs> you know if you don't use it you lose it and so i'm just trying to preserve whatever i got left right now
3: heyday baldy what was the uh what was the biggest weight room claim to fame for heyday
2: baldy I, I took four sixty five off a rack and benched it in a uh you know, at the very end of my career. You can get stronger up until you're age thirty five. So <laughs> age thirty, four, thirty five. I I did four sixty five. That was the most I ever did. Never thought I could get there, but I did. And so that's that's my claim right there.
0: That's our guy and, and what's,
2: what's the record for the most I don't amounting. think there's any video out there. I don't think there's any video <laughs> to back up my claim. Well,
1: so,
0: picture
3: it didn't happen, Baldy. I mean, you know the rules. <laughs> that's true. That's good. That's good that it wasn't around.
2: <laughs> so what's the
0: record for the most amount of cheesesteaks consumed in one city? Uh,
2: you know, I mean, at some point, you know, how much of a glutton do you want to be? I mean, I Fair. can enjoy cheesesteak with the best of them, all right? I know where to go. I know where to shop to get them. I know who makes them the best. But, you know, trying to set records with cheesesteaks, you know, to have that embolism sitting inside you for the next two days, <laughs> it's not worth it.
1: I go American without. That, yeah. That's how you order it, right?
0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, uh, this Cowboys offensive line, what improvements have you seen from them from the beginning of the year to now? You've done excellent breakdowns, but uh, you, you'd you look at Tyler Smith and Terrence Steele and then getting McGovern back. How have you seen them grow week to week?
2: Well, I mean, the best thing is that after five games now, nobody ever mentions Terrence Steele's name. That's how good he's been. The guy that, you know, left town to go someplace else isn't playing anywhere near where Terrence Steele is playing. I mean, I've said it for 10 years now. I mean, every good run, the Cowboys run, including, uh, you know, Pollard's touchdown run last week goes right behind Zach Martin. I mean, he's, he's just an incredible player. Um, Connor McGovern has really stepped in at left guard. I mean, they're rotating Farniak and Jason Peter. I thought Connor played really well last week. You know, he's been the fullback and, you know, their third tight end. Like he's, he, I think he's found his role. I think he's there. And Tyler... I think, you know, the guy just is a beast. He plays with the, he plays with the right attitude. He moves bodies. He's very physical. Um, it looks like he's cut down on some penalties that he was committing early. Um, and he moves bodies. I mean, they're hard to find. But he's, I think he's going to be a good player, whether they play him at guard or tackle, I don't know. But I think he's going to be a good player wherever they play him.
3: Baldy, I'm sorry, I got to go back to the food thing here for a second. Who's the guy that you think of, maybe a teammate that you had in in, in your uh, in your playing days that was just like the biggest eater you've ever been around?
2: Well, I played with Bubba Paris for oh, a year in Indianapolis. You remember he was a left tackle in San Francisco Niners, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a, you know, I called him Highway 77. Um, <laughs> I never seen anybody eat a foot long Subway sandwich in two bites, you know. But <laughs> Bubba could do that, you know, and that was just that was just the the hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> you know, before he's really started putting some food away. Um, I'd like to see what Bubba looks like now. I hope he's I hope he's he's done well after his football career, but i never seen anybody eat like that.
0: You know, Pauldy, you gave us a great Bangkok story the last time we had you on when we were on the night show. Now we, we've upgraded and we get to do afternoon drive here, but did you do any fun traveling uh, maybe before the season started this summer?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was in a shark cage in the North Shore of Hawaii, and, you know, I was on a... I was in the Sara Beach in Costa Rica, and I was in the foothills of Colombia. Um, yeah, we were getting around quite a bit this year, man. It was fun.
3: That's cool. You being in the cage, I had it being different. I had the sharks being in the cage, and they were there to observe
2: Baldy. Well, I mean, it was kind of mutual. It was kind of mutual. I mean, those <laughs> sharks are, you know, 10, 12 feet. They're pretty aggressive. But, you know, I was I was kind of – I had my GoPro down there with them. We were having a good time. Does Brian Baldinger fear anything? Yeah, well, I don't, you know, I'm not out there trying to create chaos. I'm not looking to go bungee jump, you know, off the Grand Canyon or anything right now. But I don't, I don't think there was a point to really having a whole lot of fear about anything.
3: Is there any scarier environment than being an opposing player uh, and and being in a, a being a, a road player playing the Eagles?
2: Well, they're going to be met by some Eagle fans when the buses pull up for sure. I mean, that's always kind of fun. Um, I remember going into Washington my rookie year for an NFC championship game when I was with the Cowboys and I was getting up off the bus. And I remember Randy, Randy White and John Dutton, they pulled me back down and I, and I didn't know what they were trying to do. And they said, you'll see. And, like, you know, the the Washington faithful out there, they had things to throw at the Cowboys getting off the bus and those guys were saving me from getting hit. So I always remember that and thankful for the you know veteran leadership that we had at that time.
0: Do you have a memory that stands out to you from your time playing with either the Cowboys or the Eagles in this
2: rivalry? Um, yeah, I remember uh, I remember a, a Monday night game uh, in Texas Stadium. I was playing left tackle, um, you know, for the Eagles, and Herschel Walker was our tailback, and Jim McMahon, I think, was our quarterback, and it was just a dogfight, and it was just so much fun. Jim Jeffcoat was out there, me and Herschel were – You know, ganging up on Jeff Cote, how we're going to take care of him and, you know, eliminate him. And, you know, it was just, you know, it was just what Monday night football should be about. You know, it was just a memory. I don't even remember who won the game. I think we might have won, but it was just, it's just one of those classic, just like the Sunday night game. It's just one of those things that you just remember being out there in the dogfight against that team.
1: All right, Baldy, final question Where is the Eagles' weakness, if there is one? How do you beat them if you're coaching the Cowboys?
2: Uh, well, you know they haven't. They thrown four touchdown passes. Now they they scored seventeen. So, you know they they get to the red zone. They they run the ball in. They're they're a good running football team. But you know if you can, you know if you can stop them, you know from doing that. Let's let's see if they can throw it in the end zone. I mean I know AJ Brown is there, and I know you guys know who all the guys are. But sure. you know I've really seen them throw a lot of touchdown passes. Most of them have been far far away. So let's see if they can convert. You know down there in the red zone throwing the football because they haven't had to do it. Very much, but doesn't mean they can't do it. But I'd like to test them and just see if they could beat Anthony Brown or Trayvon Diggs, or you know, hold it long enough while Micah Parsons is doing his act. Uh, the Micah, you know, the Micah Parsons problem is a league-wide problem. So we'll see how the Eagles handle that guy.
1: You're the man, Baldy. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the game. I'm playing on YouTube.